For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Arizona, April 19th, the tailgate of Hornaday's truck smashes into the inside of Jack's Briggs machine as they race off turn two down the back chute. Indianapolis, Indiana, July 30th. Now here's Spray going for second. He and Hornaday come together. Now Hornaday goes around, slams into the wall. I was old Elaine, I felt, and I don't feel like I did anything wrong, but I really hate it happen. RFP's been good to me. Jack Sprague has it. Two men, 13 points, one race, one championship trophy. Live from Las Vegas, the Samstown 250. Next. The NASCAR Truck Network presents NASCAR Today. A 10-month, 27-race quest for the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship comes to an end today in the desert of Nevada. Good afternoon and welcome to Las Vegas. The NASCAR Truck Network is live to bring you the Samstown 250. Mike Bagley here alongside Alan Bestwick. And, Alan, there are many stories encompassing this race this afternoon, the biggest of which lies with Ron Hornaday and Jack Sprague. If you're a NASCAR racing fan, you want one of three things. You want to have a very good competitive season, a lot of different winners, the championship race that comes down to the final event. You could not ask for any more than you've had in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series this season. Fourteen different drivers have gone to victory lane, a lot of different winners. The racing has been spectacular, fender banging, paint trading, just outstanding competition. And now it's all capped today by what is basically a head-to-head sprint over 250 miles for the championship and the race win. There is also a head-to-head sprint for the Cintas Rookie of the Year battle between Andy Houston and Greg Biffle. Biffle leading Houston by one point coming into this race after a surprise announcement earlier this morning. In the Rookie of the Year competition, the way that NASCAR does things, there are a number of discretionary points that are voted on by a panel at all levels of the NASCAR top echelon of racing that's usually done after the last race is concluded. But NASCAR decided to do that here before this race was conducted. So the vote this weekend has brought the gap between Greg Biffle and Andy Houston down to a single point from 12. So basically, those two drivers will race head-to-head for the Rookie of the Year title in this afternoon's event as well. So you've got a championship, 13 points between those two. The rookie battle, a single point between those two at what is one of the most competitive tracks on the circuit. We should see a great event here today. It's going to be an awesome one between Jack Sprague, Ron Hornaday, plus all of the other drivers in the field. A lot of drivers looking for victory for the first time this year here in Las Vegas. You are listening to live flag-to-flag coverage of the Samstown 250 today on one of 204 radio stations in 28 states. A brand-new record for this event here on the NASCAR Truck Network. When we come back, we'll go down trackside, talk to the championship contenders and other drivers that are in contention to win here today. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway in Nevada, getting set for the start of the final race of the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series season. And as we've already documented, there are two drivers going for the championship, Ron Hornaday and Jack Sprague. Hornaday leads Jack Sprague coming into this race. 
But it was Jack Sprague who won the Bud Pole yesterday. He is on the pole for, I believe it's his fourth or fifth time this year. He comes into this race trailing Hornaday by 13 points. He used to be known as Mild Track Jack or Big Track Jack. However, he only has one super speedway win this year. That came at the California Speedway in Fontana back in July. Let's get Jack's thoughts as he chases Hornaday for the crown. Let's go to Tony Rizzuti from Orlando, Florida. 161.749 miles per hour. The Bud Pole, your fourth of the year. And, Jack, when you come to the last race with a points battle, you really need a good start. You guys came up with the best one here. Well, the, the team JMAC Chevrolet has been great all week. And, uh, you know, we've had a great track record here, and it's come down to this last race for the points championship. It's like the first 26 didn't matter. And, you know, it's, it's too bad somebody has to lose. But somebody's going to lose at the end of the day and, and be very dejected. And somebody's going to win and be very happy. So, you know, hopefully we can win this race and win this championship, and it will be a great day. And if not, we'll come back after next year and do it again. In all of sports, including motorsports, they say it's very hard to win the first one to, but to repeat even harder here you are on the cusp of having your second straight championship has it been harder to get to this position this year oh definitely been harder the competition's been very much harder and uh you know we've had a lot of things go wrong that normally we don't this team's not characteristic for and it's not anything due to maintenance or anything else just little things we can't control and it's been an up and down year but uh you know we're going to start this thing and we're going to we're going to finish at least second in this thing and we've had a great year so uh you know if we don't win the thing, we still had a great year. If we win the thing, it'll be an extra great year. And the guy's done a great job, and I wouldn't change a thing. He's been amazingly cool and collected. That's Jack Sprague. His team's been quietly confident that they can get a win and get the championship here in Las Vegas. Their rival for Sprague for the championship is the 96th titleist, Ron Hornaday. He'll start today back in the 10th position. If Jack Sprague wins the race, Ron Hornaday can still get the title by finishing second in the event. But that's no easy task, particularly for Hornaday at this Las Vegas mile where he does not have an outstanding track record, at least not compared to Sprague's. Let's get the thoughts of Ron Hornaday before the green flag. He's with Newport, Tennessee's Jim Phillips. The way to the championship is around Ron Hornaday, 13 points ahead. Jack Sprague's up ahead of you. Is the plan today to follow the tailgate of Jack Sprague? Uh, not at all. I'll tell you what, this Napa Chevrolet's running awesome. Fred Graves, the whole team's done good. And uh, I don't think the Lord wants me to sit back there. He's got us this far right now. We're going to race for the win. You said there was a big difference between now and 1996. You've learned a lot. Is there any advantage for either of you two guys going into this last race? Uh, there's always an advantage, but uh, you can't really say right now because uh, it'll give a secret out. But... Uh, you know, I, I think the whole thing, the difference is uh, Jim Lanning and MRO just uh, got involved with, with the whole family and, uh, and the Lord. I'll tell you what, uh, you could sit down 10 minutes this morning and just sit there and talk to somebody. He's the man to talk to, and uh, it changed the whole story. Uh, it's a little easier right now because Dale Earnhardt's sitting back in Atlanta. We're sitting here, so he ain't going to be on the radio yelling at me today. Ron today. he's starting 10th. He said, I feel a lot more calm today than I did in 1996. So there you have it from the two drivers going for the championship. Let's turn our focus to drivers that have a very good, strong chance of winning this race. First of which is Mike Bliss sitting on the outside of the front row to Jack Sprague's right. He comes into this race. This will be his final time behind the wheel of the Team ASE 40. He has three wins this year. He finished fifth in this race a year ago. Let's go to Tony and get Mike Bliss's thoughts as we close in on the start. And Mike Bliss missed the pole by just five one-hundredths of a second. Mike, you chose not to go out in the final practice. You must be very comfortable with this truck. Yeah, we've been real good with this ASE Ford since we unloaded. Uh, we didn't get a chance to test her last year. This is a new truck, and uh, it, it came off the truck real good. And, uh, I'm pretty happy with it. We only had a half-hour practice this morning, and we learned enough last night. 
when this team was formed, it was kind of a dream team. Jimmy Smith as an owner, Barry Dotson as a crew chief, and you as the driver. We figured over those years that we'd be talking to you about a championship run, but it hasn't happened. Your parting ways, tell us your feelings in your last run with Barry Dotson as crew chief. Well, it's pretty emotional. You know, you think about all the good times you've had, and you forget all the bad times. But when you're going through all that bad times, you try to look for better things. And uh, you probably can't get much better in the truck series than this number two AC Ford. And uh, I'm going to miss it, and I think all of us are going to miss it. Mike Bliss, he starts second today and is quietly the favorite to get the win. Closing in on the start of today's Samstown 250, the championship deciding race for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Just moments away from the command of fire engines for today's Samstown 250 from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, about one minute away from the command to start engines, let's get the thought of the rookie contenders, Greg Biffle and Andy Houston. Houston has one win, Biffle has none. Biffle tries to even that score today and take the championship. Let's first go to Tony Rizzuti. He's the current points leader, the vote's in. Your lead went from 12 to 1, but now it's time to settle it on the track. How do you feel going into this race? Well, you know, I feel real good. I mean, uh, the Granger team's worked real hard, and it's tough going from 12-point lead to 1, but... Uh, I think we're tough, and uh, I think we'll show them what it's about in the race. We're, we're real good in practice today, so I'm excited. Well, Greg Biffle currently holds the points lead. The guy chasing him is with Jim Phillips. Andy Houston, you won last night in a car. Can you win today in a truck and win that rookie title? Well, I think we can, uh, Chop. Uh, we've got a really good truck here. The thing was uh, pretty good this morning in practice. Uh, strong engine for P&L engines, and, uh, you know, we're just going to try to win this race and let things fall where they may. That's young Andy Houston. The engines have fired on the pit lane. Biffle and Houston starting side-by-side side in the third row of the event. Biffle in fifth position. Houston to his outside in sixth. The win Jim Phillips referring to. Houston's victory in the NASCAR Winston West Series race held at Las Vegas here last night. Right now the engines have fired down trackside. We're getting set to go for the start of the Samstown 250. Right now drivers having buckled up, moving their machines back and forth. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. Total 40 drivers will go to the green flag. Starting back in 40th, Rick McCray in the Cerrito Chevy. 39th, B.A. Wilson in the Lumar Ford. 38th is Nipper Ossup, the TrackScan Chevrolet. 37th, Randy Renfro in the Porter Cable Ford. 36th is Boris Said. He's in the Federated Auto Parts Ford. 35th, Scott Hansen in the Nicholas Golf Redline Chevy. 34th is Brendan Gaughan in the Orleans Chevrolet. 33rd, Lance Norick in the NHL Dodge. 32nd is Rick Beebe, the Auto trim design Ford, and 31st is Tom Hubert and the Cyberdyne Tech Chevrolet. 30th starter Tony Roper in the Ice House Beer Ford, 29th Sammy Potashnik in the Dunlop Golf Chevrolet, 28th Tammy Joe Kirk, the Peterson Manufacturing Bilstein Ford, with Kevin Sawinski 27th in the Bendix Ford, 26th Mike Stefanik in the Carlin Burners and Controls Ford, with Scott Walters in 25th the Redman Chevy, 24th is Randy Tolzma in the MCI Mopar Dodge, 23rd starter Rick Crawford in the Circle Bar Motel and RV Ford, 20 22nd is Butch Miller in the Dana Dodge and the 21st starter, Mike Wallace, in the Pure Later Chevy. Starting 20th is Doug George, the Porter Cable Ford. 19th, Brian Reffner, the Ridgegate Chevrolet. 18th is Dennis Setzer in the Mopar Dodge. 17th, Tony Raines in the Pennzoil Ford. 16th is Terry Cook in the PBA Chevrolet. 15th is Kevin Harvick in the Spears Chevy. 14th is Chuck Bound in the Hill Chevrolet. 13th is Rick Corelli, the Remax Chevrolet. Starting 12th, Joe Rutman in the Exide Ford. And 11th is Ron Barfield in the Ortho Lawn and Garden Chevrolet. Ron Hornaday 
starts 10th in the Napa Chevy with Jimmy Hensley 9th in the Cummins Dodge. 8th starter Blake Bainbridge of Alabama, the Jim Burke Auto Chevy, with Stacey Compton 7th in the Royal Crown Cola Ford. 6th is Andy Houston in the Addington Racing Chevy with the Granger Ford of Greg Biffle in 5th. 4th starter Lonnie Rush in the Ohio State University Chevy with Jay Sauter 3rd, the GM Goodwrench Service Chevy. Front row Mike Bliss outside in the Team ASC Ford and the Bud Pole winner Jack Sprague in the GMAC Chevy. 40 drivers set to go here this afternoon in the Samstown 250 at Las Vegas. 40 NASCAR's Craftsman Truck Series trucks are on the track getting set for the start of the Samstown 250. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the NASCAR Truck Network. The NASCAR Truck Network is live at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway with coverage of the Samstown 250. The green flag coming right up from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. This is the NASCAR Truck Network. NASCAR Today is produced by the NASCAR Truck Network, a division of the Motor Racing Network. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this... For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash Keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway in Las Vegas, Nevada, the NASCAR Truck Network presents the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Today, the Samstown 250. Sponsored by Ray Bestis, the best in brakes and the official brakes of NASCAR. By Sears Diehard, America's most trusted battery. Sponsoring the Diehard Race Fan. By Craftsman Tools, the tools that last forever. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport, drink it up. By Ford F-Series, the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. By Federated Auto Parts Stores, professional advice, brand-name parts. By Chevrolet, who invites you to test drive the most dependable, longest-lasting trucks on the road. You'll understand what we mean when we say Chevy trucks like a rock. By Wagner Brake Products, when it comes to your car or truck, don't stop with anything less than Wagner Brakes. And by Champion Truck Plug and Champion Truck Wire. Designed for the same reasons you bought your truck, sport utility, or family van. We are less than one lap away from the start of the Samstown 250, live on the NASCAR Truck Network. Trucks making their way into turns one and two. Let's bring in the fifth and sixth members of our broadcast team. Covering the action at the exit of turn two is Joe Moore of Hampton, Virginia. Thanks, Mike. Good afternoon, everyone, from Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I'm on the back of a billboard here about 40 feet up in the air with a great view of turns one and two. Not a lot of banking here, but it's wide and a very much sweeping turn. So the trucks could come in here wide open. Plenty of room for side-by-side racing. The exit to the pit lane is right here at the exit of turn number two. We'll follow the trucks through one and two and on to this long back. 
back straightaway. A lot of drafting going on down the back straightaway as the trucks come into turn three. They'll be in the view of Rancho Cucamonga, California's Dan Hubbard. I got a great shot of the backstretch here, high atop a hill outside of turn three. Speeds on the backstretch about 180 miles an hour. The draft does come into play, and they briefly roll out of the throttle for the very wide and smooth turns three and four. There are two grooves of racing here, so we anticipate some exciting side-by-side action. I'll cover it all for you at turns three and four. It's going to be a good one. Ron Hornaday and Jack Spray going for the championship. 13 points between them. Andy Houston, Greg Biffle going for the Rookie of the Year title. One point between them. Right now on the flag stand, Chris Morgan, accompanied by a flamingo dancer, getting set for the waving of the green flag. Here comes the field of the stripe. Green is in the air, and the Samstown 250 is underway. On the break, Sprague gets the jump on Mike Bliss from the front row. He'll take the lead. Now Bliss will have to fend off a challenge for second into one. Jay Sauter, the challenger there, as he dives to the inside of Mike Bliss. This is for the second spot, while Jack Sprague drives away. Sauter gets a good run through turn number two now gets the advantage and grabs the second position. Jack Sprague brings him down the back stretch. He's opened up a lead of about half a truck length over second spot. Jay Sauter Mike Bliss rides in third but here comes Lonnie Rush challenging for third to the outside of turns three and four. It'll be Bliss and Rush for third side by side. Rush making a bold move in the middle of the corner to get up alongside Mike Bliss but Bliss has drafting help. Greg Biffle behind him actually pushing him by Rush so the front five are Sprague Sauter Bliss, Biffle, and Rush in one. First side-by-side battle for the seventh position. Ron Barfield on the outside. Ron Hornaday digging in deep on the inside of the racetrack. They're dead even off turn two. Great bite for Barfield to the outside. He will be side-by-side for seventh with Ron Hornaday. Right in front of him in another battle between Lonnie Rush and Andy Houston. Houston sticks his Chevrolet down to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to shake Lonnie Rush for fifth. Cannot do it this time around. Field off turn four, completing the second lap. Everybody through clean. Couple of things we need to update you on. Stacy Compton crashed in the uh, half-hour practice session that they got this morning here at the racetrack. Got into some oil, he said, that was on the racetrack off turn four. Slapped the outside wall with the right side of the RC machine. Crew made repairs. They did not go to a backup truck, though his machine did just come to the grid just before the green flag waved. Other thing is, this is a 250-mile race, 167 laps the distance. Pitch strategy, fuel mileage, all that will come into play as we work throughout the afternoon. Here comes the field off of turn four to complete lap three. Now problems further in the back. Blake Bainbridge comes off of turn four and slaps into the outside wall. Does not spin, but everyone will rush to his inside as Blake Bainbridge has a problem. Let's pick up the leaders in turn two. Single file working off turn number two. The race still for the sixth and seventh position. Andy Houston now in a three-way battle with Ron Barfield and Ron Hornaday. Andy Houston brings with him a lot of company down the back stretch. Can throw Lonnie Rush into that mix as well. Andy Houston gets the worst of that. He didn't get a good bite coming off of turn two. Now Ron Hornaday will work to his outside, trying to pass Houston as they exit turn four. Four truck lead draft at the moment. Sprague, Sauter, Bliss, and Biffle. Then about 15, 20 truck lengths. Back to what is now a side-by-side race for the fifth position, headed into one. Lonnie Rush moves down to the inside of the racetrack, but that's not going to be the fast way to work into turn number one. Ron Barfield takes the high side, blows by to grab the fifth position. Lonnie Rush falls back in line at six. Ron Hornaday is all over him. While that scuffling is going on, top four trucks are kind of in a mini breakaway. That'll be Sprague in the top spot. Sauter in second. Bliss in third. Greg Biffle in fourth. Separating themselves from the rest of the field by about seven truck lengths.
All that racing. Trouble back on. in turn four. Mike Stefanik spins around, slides up the racetrack through traffic. So far, nobody's hit him. Caution waves for the first time in the event, and everybody will get through cleanly, including Stefanik, who manages to not get into the outside wall in the corner. Stefanik racing underneath Rick Crawford in the turn. Maybe just got a lesson in super speedway aerodynamics as the thing turned around on him, and fortunately for him, he was at one of the widest tracks on the circuit and kept from getting into the outside wall. And he definitely had his hands full, but a tip of the cap to the drivers behind him. They were scooting to the inside, to the outside, but they managed to avoid Mike Stefanik, who brings out the first caution of the Samstown 250. Today's broadcast of the Samstown 250 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing to the NASCAR Truck Network, a division of MRN Radio, solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publications, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the express written consent of the NASCAR Truck Network is prohibited. We'll go racing in one more lap from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. This is the NASCAR Truck Network. You're smart, got your own trucking business, making it happen. What if I told you there is a place online where you could connect with other smart owner-operators just like you? It's an online community called Team Run Smart, where people share advice on truck maintenance, fuel savings, healthy habits on the road, and so much more, all to make your business more profitable. And it's all free. Visit TeamRunSmart.com today to check it out. You'll be glad you did. TeamRunSmart.com, brought to you by Freightliner Trucks. Restore your vehicle's lost power by cleaning your entire fuel system with Chevron Tecron Fuel System Cleaner. Right now, buy one bottle, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Keep your engine clean and improve performance with Chevron Tecron Fuel System Cleaner. Buy one, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, getting set for a restart of the Samstown 250. We had the one-to-go indication before we went to the commercial break, but NASCAR has waved off the restart, and we will make at least one more circuit around. Restart waved off because a number of trucks pitted on the first lap they could, uh, but would not have opportunity to make their stop, come off pit road, and catch up to the tail end of the field. And so that's why the uh, restart was extended. Had Doug George on pit road, Tammy Joe Kirk. Also had Randy Renfro, Mike Stefanik, and Blake Bainbridge all visiting pit road. Most of truck those trucks were running from the middle toward the rear of the field, so really aren't giving up a whole lot of track position here. And now those machines all rejoining the race as we get the signal again. In one more lap, we go green. Stories of the afternoon, real simple. Championship, Sprague and Hornaday head-to-head in this one. 13 points, not a whole lot. In fact, if you go back and look across the history of uh, NASCAR's major championships, this would be the third closest point race that has ever come down to the final event. The closest one that uh, ever came down was in 1979 in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series when Darrell Waltrip led Richard Petty by two points going into the final race. The King did win that title. And then in 1990, Dale Earnhardt led Mark Martin by six points for the Winston Cup title. Earnhardt won that championship that day. Earnhardt's driver Hornaday and Jack Sprague uh, running head-to-head here for the title with Sprague leading right now. And Hornaday, after having started in the 10th position, having picked off three spots in the 
the first uh, eight laps of the event. He's now up into the seventh position. Let's recap the top ten for you. Jack Sprague leads at lap eight. Jay Sauter, Blank Bliss, Greg Biffle, and Ron Barfield are the top five. Lonnie Rush has slid back to six with Ron Hornaday seventh. Andy Houston eighth. Jimmy Hensley is ninth. And Joe Rutman round out the top ten. Right now the field up in turns three and four. Ernie Buck peels the Chevrolet pace truck off the banking. There is one truck down to the inside to get a lap back. That would be Blake Bainbridge. He scrubbed the outside wall a few laps ago before that caution. We'll update you on his situation in a moment. But the green flag flies at lap eight. And Jack Sprague gets a great jump on the restart just as he did the initial start. Pulls out a couple of truck lengths on Jay Sauter. Third place, Mike Bliss now gets away from Blake, Blake, uh, Blake Bainbridge, the lapped truck. He falls in line in the third position. Greg Bissell in fourth. Fifth now, Ron Barfield. Barfield going to work on Bainbridge off turn two. Barfield moves to the inside down the back stretch. will try to put that truck a lap down as the leaders pour into turn three. As Sauter's making things very, very close for Jack Sprague. Sprague maintains the lead. Sauter, however, a very close second as they race back to the stripe. Here they come down to the start-finish line, single file all the way back through where Jimmy Hensley runs up to the outside of Lonnie Rush with drafting help from Joe Rutman, moves on by, put Hensley up into the eighth position. Coming back into the corner now, front seven, eight truck, single file, further back, here's Mike Wallace trying to make a move on Stacey Compton. This is almost getting three wide. Rick Corelli dives down to the inside. It is three wide off turn two. Close quarter racing, coming down the back stretch at speeds of better than 180 miles an hour. Corelli will take the inside away from Mike Wallace. Wallace backs out of the throttle. He had to. Rick Crawford and Stacy Compton were right there. Give the position to Rick Corelli. Racing for the 12th spot on back. Corelli goes by. Also, Crawford goes by. Compton behind them. Then double wide with Tony Raines and Mike Wallace. They still stay that way. Racing double wide. Two rows deep in turn one. Closer to the front. A challenge for the lead. Jay Sauter drops to the inside of Jack Sprague in the corner. Trying to pull even with him on the back straightaway. Top two Chevrolets mash down the gas. Down the back stretch. Sauter will have the better entrance into to turn three and takes the lead here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Sprague upset the balance of his truck, had to back out of the throttle. Bliss goes high, so too to a couple other trucks, but right now, Sauter is your new leader. And a shuffle around for the fourth spot. Ron Barfield had taken that position away from Greg Biffle a lap ago. Now here comes Biffle back by, bringing company with him down to the inside of Barfield. Barfield was working the inside groove last time this end of the racetrack. That's where he would like to be. Now he's stuck on the outside and losing spots. Greg Biffle gets by. Ron Hornaday pulls up, and Andy Houston is on over to off turn two. Barfield and Hornaday battling down the back stretch of the now Hornaday will back out of the throttle tuck in line behind Barfield Sauter is still your leader. Jack Sprague second. Mike Bliss sliding his truck through turn four and third. The front seven trucks are nose to tail tucked up tightly in a draft. It's Sauter leading. Jack Sprague second. Mike Bliss third. Greg Biffle fourth. Ron Barfield is fifth. And Ron Hornaday is sixth. Now Sprague tries to take a peek for the lead in one. Sprague looks to the inside of Jay Sauter as he does that. Mike Bliss looks to the outside of Sprague. Here they stack up double wide for the second spot. Drag race is on for second position. Give it to Bliss and Sprague is going to have a problem getting back into line. Sauter in the top position. Mike Bliss in second. Greg Biffle in third and Jack Sprague backing out of the throttle having a bit of a handling problem turns three and four. Side by side with Biffle for third. Here comes a challenge for the lead. Mike Bliss up to the outside of Jay Sauter dead even at the stripe now. Seven trucks double wide as they head down to turn one. Front three rows side by side coming into the corner up front it's Sprague in the outside lane that is Mike Bliss the outside trying to get around and take the lead from Jay Sauter Sprague meanwhile trapped in line back and forth he's working underneath Von Barfield top eight trucks bunched up like it was the opening lap Bliss will lead him into turn three Sauter dives down low taking a peek to the inside it's still Biffle and Sprague 
Houston is there. So too is Ron Hunter and Ron Barfield side by side through turn four. So Mike Bliss goes atop the leaderboard at lap 14. He and Jay Sauter are single file. It's double wide for third. Jack Sprague inside of Greg Biffle. Double wide for fifth. Hornaday inside of Barfield. Jack Sprague working hard down on the inside lane of the racetrack. Biffle is strong on the outside lane. Biffle gets the edge coming up off the corner. Gets a little push from Ron Barfield also working that outside lane. Almost three wide down the back stretch is Ron Hornaday challenged for the third position. Now he tucks back in line. This allows Mike Bliss to open up just a slight lead over second spot Jay Sauter by about two truck lanes. Here comes Hornaday around the outside of Sprague as the two title contenders now scramble for the fifth position. Hornaday's got drafting help. Andy Houston's behind him pushing him by. Sprague kind of all alone in the bottom lane into turn one. Hornaday gets the fifth position. Andy Houston comes by. He grabs the sixth spot. Jimmy Hensley comes up. He gets the seventh position. Jack Sprague going backwards. Now facing a challenge from Joe Rutman and Dennis Setzer. So just like that, Jack Sprague gets shuffled back to about the 10th position, battling with Joe Rutman now. Jack Sprague will tuck in the line, figuring it's easier to go nose to tail through turns three and four rather than fighting Joe Rutman for position. And Jack Sprague, who was the race leader, will find his way in line in the ninth spot at lap 17. Mike Bliss, Jay Sauter, Greg Biffle, Ron Barfield, Ron Hornaday, the top five, with Andy Houston has worked his way up to sixth. Jimmy Hensley, 7th. Joe Rutman, 8th. Jack Sprague, 9th. And Dennis Setzer ran out the top 10. 11th is Lonnie Rush. Rick Corelli, 12th. Rick Crawford, 13th. Tony Raines, 14th. And Mike Wallace is 15th. Just 17 laps complete here in Vegas. While we were away, some bold moves being made out on the racetrack. First of which was made by Ron Hornaday last time by. Coming down in the trioval on the apron to make a pass to get up and around Jay Sauter and Greg Biffle. So now put Hornaday in second behind race leader Mike Bliss at lap 19. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. Won the championship, baby. Yeah. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, leaders are on pit road at lap 32. Tony Rizzuti. Ron Hornaday in. He takes on right side tires. Also Jack Sprague. Left side tires and fuel. Lonnie Rush just pulls away. Right side tires. Mike Bliss, right side tires. Left side tires for Greg Biffle. Right side tires for Stacey Compton and Jimmy Hensley. Down to Jim Phillips. On it is in the pit lane. You had... uh... Joe Rutman in for service. Tires for Rutman. Also in. Kevin Sawinski was in. Lance Norink. Dipper Allsop. B.A. Wilson. Mike Stefanik. Rick Corelli. All these guys. Tires. Right side tires. Gasoline. Back on the track. Greg Biffle wins the race off pit road. He was the leader going in. Great job by Jack Sprague's crew. They get him out in second position. 
with Mike Bliss third, Ron Hornaday coming out. Uh, let's see. No, that's Sauter in fourth and Hornaday in fifth. Let's check that. Then behind Hornaday, you've got Ron Barfield in sixth, Tony Raines in seventh, Joe Rutman into the eighth position, Dennis Setzer ninth, and Jimmy Hensley in tenth. And that's the way they come off pit road here as we work this yellow flag. Well, Ron Hornaday, Jack Sprague locked up in the championship chase. Right now, Sprague posted second. Ron Hornaday in fifth. Each driver has taken their turn atop the leaderboard today. Greg Biffle and Andy Houston locked up in the Centos Rookie of the Year battle. Biffle has led a lap. Houston has not. Right now, Biffle posted in the lead position, while Andy Houston, not having the best of luck on the pit lane, he has slid all the way back to 12th. Had a chance to talk to Jack Sprague and Ron Hornaday this weekend about pressure. What kind of pressure they've been under. Both are champions in this series. Ask Jack Sprague if this championship has taken a toll on him. Not really. I mean, just like going into Phoenix, we had a 28-point lead, and I knew, you know, bar in trouble that I was going to be all right, and we had trouble. So, you know, I can't control things like that. It's been little goofy things all year, you know, the last half of the year that's broke on us. And, you know, otherwise this thing I think would be done by now. But, you know, I can only control what I can control, and I'm going to do my job, and these guys have done their job all year. And, and you know, no fault of theirs, the stuff that's happened to us. I mean, it's freak weird stuff. Uh, I've never broke a booster out of a carburetor in 17 years of racing, and we broke one at Phoenix. So, and we had her had them covered pretty good. You know, we just do what we can do, and if, if we don't win this thing, we weren't supposed to win it. Asked Ron Hornaday about pressure, and I said, uh, has there been any more pressure on you than there was in 1996 when you won the title? He says, Dale Earnhardt hired me to win championships. That's what I'm here to do. I don't care what either one of them wants to say. They There was a little bit of tension around the garage <laughs> area this weekend. The Both of them looked a little bit tighter in the face than they might normally have, certainly feeling the pressure of racing head-to-head for a championship at Las Vegas today. Back racing in one more lap. Let's check down on pit road. Well, let's get a word with Dennis Connor, the crew chief for Jack Sprague. You guys were loose in, the, loose in and tied off. What adjustments did you make? Didn't do anything. Changed left side tires. That's the word from Dennis Conner, the crew chief for Jack Sprague. And the crew chief has even been a little tense as well. Had a chance to spend some time with with Dennis Conner, crew chief for Jack Sprague. Also, Fred Graves, crew chief for Ron Hornaday. And it's unbelievable the amount of pressure, how much the wickets turned up on everybody concerned, not just driver and crew chief, but team members as well. Well, you know, you work for an entire year to win a championship. An entire year. I mean, they started this season in January down at the Walt Disney World Speedway. So you've worked now for, for 11 months at winning this title, and you come down to one 167-lap race where you've got to beat your toughest rival to the finish line. That's some pressure. Any one little thing that goes wrong can cost you that title, and you can't let it happen, and feeling feeling that weight on your shoulders is a big deal. And now it's time to turn the wick up on this race. Green flag goes back in the air. Lap 35 on the board. Greg Biffle comes up to the gearbox, brings Jack Sprague, Mike Bliss, Jay Sauter, and Ron Hornaday with him in one. Front five trucks now knows the tailgate coming back into the corner. Race is going to be for the sixth position. It's where Ron Barfield pulls to the inside of Tony Raines, and Barfield scores the sixth spot. That's a three-truck fight for the sixth position between Barfield, Reigns, and Rutman. Rutman takes a brief look to the inside of Reigns. Nothing doing this time around. Tucks back into line. Meanwhile, your top five trucks are nose to tail off of turn four. They come. Wait. Single file up off of the corner now as they come to the start-finish line. It is Biffle and Sprague, one and two. Here's Sprague with a peek down to the inside of Biffle for the race lead. He'll try him down low and one. Sprague gets
gets a good run on the front straightaway. Dives in deep, coming into turn number one. Tries to pull underneath Greg Biffle, but Biffle tries to slam the door on him. Here, Biffle washes up the banking off turn two, and Sprague is on the roll. Nice fight for Jack Sprague to the inside off of turn two, and he will take the lead away from Greg Biffle. Now, Biffle will try to defend second spot from Mike Bliss. So Biffle dives down low, now slides up high. Bliss has got the good look to the inside. So now Jack Sprague will go atop the leaderboard. First time he's been there since lap 13. He takes the lead. Lap 37. Double wide for second. Biffle and Bliss door to door. Jay Sauter has the best seat in the house. He's trying to find a lane to pick from. Bliss nails it down on the bottom of the racetrack trying to get the good run off turn number two to outpower Greg Biffle from the second spot. Jay Sauter sits behind waiting to see which lane will open up. Side by side. Dead even for the second position. Greg Biffle to the outside. Mike Bliss to the inside. And they'll ride that way all the way around turns three and four. And now Biffle pulls out just a slight advantage now. He'll nail down the second spot. Mike Bliss in third. Randy Renfro has taken his truck back behind the wall after falling a lap or two down earlier in the event. The hood was up when he was on pit road a little while ago. Sprague leading Biffle now. The challenge is for second as they go to one. Once again, Mike Bliss tries to dive down to the inside of Greg Biffle. Biffle slams the door. Nothing doing there. Further back, here's Dennis Satcher back at about the 11th spot, making it three wide, going around Kevin Harvick and Mike Wallace. Here they come, three wide, down the back stretch. Setzer to the outside, Wallace to the inside. Backing out will be Harvick. No, no, Harvick goes to the inside. Wallace will back out. Setzer washes up way high through turns three and four. Can't keep the dodge down on the bottom. So now Kevin Harvick and Dennis Setzer will race double wide for the 11th spot. Harvick had the advantage off the corner, kind of shakes the truck down on the apron, opens the lane on the outside for Setzer. Now Mike Wallace tries to go around the outside of Kevin Harvick. Setzer powers by. Here's Mike Wallace making a similar move to the high side of the banking. He also completes the pass leading Harvick. Now in the grips of Tony Roper who closes in from 13th. Top 10 to 15 trucks. Single file coming into turn three. It'll still Sprague in the top. Greg Biffle in second spot. Bliss again looking to the inside trying to wrestle away second from Greg Biffle. One truck off the pace. Scott Hansen slows down on the inside of the racetrack. Some smoke trailing from behind his machine. He appears to be headed to Pitt Road. The front three nose to tail with about a truck length. Back to fourth place, Jay Sauter. Charging back into the corner. Here's Mike Bliss now taking the high lane in turn number two. He's going after Greg Biffle for the second spot. Pulls even up in the outside lane. Let's see if he's got the power on the back straightaway. Bliss takes away second spot from Greg Biffle. Mike Bliss led early on. He wants to lead again. Sets his sights on Jack Sprague. Everybody really working the lower groove here through turns three. But as they come into turn four, they kind of slide up towards that wall. Sprague still in the lead. Mike Bliss runs behind him. Greg Biffle third. Jay Sauter fourth. Ron Barfield fifth. Ron Hornaday restarted this segment of the race in the fifth spot. He has slid back to eighth. We continue under the green at lap 41 here and in Las Vegas. Continue under the green flag here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Jack Sprague and Mike Bliss continue to show the way. Double wide racing for the third spot. Joe Moore gets a little testy in turn two. Barfield and Greg Biffle made contact. Barfield went to the outside. Actually, Barfield was holding the inside lane. Biffle made contact, and Ron nearly turned his truck around, saved it, but he's going to lose about three spots in the process. Battle for third is side-by-side in a two-three before between Jay Sutter and Greg Biffle, and now Ron Hornaday wants to make that a three-truck fight. And uh, those drivers all setting in motion by a little aerodynamic wiggle. Barfield trying to run into the corner and pitch it down low for that position and had some air taken off the uh, rear spoiler on that machine. Had to slide up the racetrack to save it, and it has set that whole scramble in motion. 44 laps complete. Jack Sprague, Mike Bliss, Jay Sauter, Greg Biffle, and Ron Hornaday are the top five for the moment. And from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Mike Bliss's lead 
is now nine point, uh, actually point nine seconds over Jack Sprague as they come across the start finish line. Greg Biffle behind them in third, all working lap traffic. Their gap has lengthened to about five seconds over Ron Hornaday in fourth. Ron Barfield ran out the top five. Joe Moore, the leaders a few minutes ago had some problems uh, getting around the lap traffic over there in turn two. Yeah, they got uh, bundled up a little bit uh, coming up on some slower traffic. A lot of times when that happens, you're not sure where the slower trucks are going to go, so you have to kind of plan your your move and, and, and move according to what they do. In that case, it, it appeared that Blake Rainbridge, a couple other trucks just in front of the race leaders, changed their mind about which lane they were going to run in. Leaders had to go wide at the last moment, so a close call, but they cleanly got by. Some of those who have gone a lap down here in recent moments. Brendan Gaughan, Nipper Alsip, Rick McRae, Boris Said, and Tammy Joe Kirk, along with Sammy Potashnik and Blake Bainbridge. The truck's not on the lead lap here as Mike Bliss continues to set a rather blistering pace here in the early going. It is Bliss, Jack Sprague, Greg Biffle, Ron Hornaday, and Ron Barfield, the top five, followed by Joe Rudman, Jay Sauter, Andy Houston, Tony Raines, and Tony Roper, who has moved up into the 10th position after starting back in 30th. So the beer wagon, the ice house machine on the move here in the early stages at Las Vegas. But we are still shy of halfway and a lot of racing still to go as far as a championship and rookie of the year are concerned the two main stories in this uh, things looking uh, okay for Ron Hornaday and Jack Sprague right now they're both up there in the front of things and the thick of the fight for the win but again a lot of miles left to go and some more pit stops to be made pit strategy will be a key factor in today's race let's check in with Tony Rizzuti and then and, and get the thoughts of some of the crews down there about what they're saying about perhaps maybe when the next pit stop will be and uh, update us on some of the trucks out there on the right track well mike got a chance to talk to fred graves the crew chief for ron hornaday didn't give me any insight as to when they might pit but did mention that ron hornaday is reporting that the truck just a little loose they changed right side tires back on lap 32 they're waiting to change those left side tires the left side tires a little worn they still have the points lead as they sit now so there's no reason to push it ron hornaday just riding and waiting for the caution and again, if the race were to end now, Hornaday would win the championship by three points as he runs in fourth, and Jack Sprague runs in the runner-up position. You know, something else to, to factor in there, if you're a follower of NASCAR racing and your mindset is kind of on the NASCAR Winston Cup Series way of doing things, there are no bonus points here in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series for leading the most laps or leading laps. So it's not really important as far as the championship is concerned that both Sprague and Hornaday have led today, nor is it important which one of them might score the most laps led. Uh, that doesn't factor in. It's uh, very plain and simple. There are no bonus points for laps led or most laps led. The uh, race winner gets uh, 180 points, and from there it goes down by uh, 10 po points to second spot, which is 170, and then it goes down by five for a number of positions, and then four, and then three, and so on. But uh, no bonus points to worry about, so the drivers just truly needing to keep an eye on each other. Right now, Ron Hornaday should love his position. He is on the racetrack in the fourth spot and has clear racetrack in front of him and behind him for now. Ron Barfield in the fifth spot. The closest truck next to him is about 15 trucks in arrears to the Napa Chevrolet. At lap 78, Mike Bliss continues to lead, his lead being cut off a little bit, working through that lap traffic, now down to about a half a second. And should he be leading at the halfway point, lap 84, he'll pick up the Gatorade Front Runner Award, $2,000 from Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR, going to the driver leading at halfway, just four laps from now. 
Race for the lead, tightening up considerably as the leaders work lap traffic. What was a nine-tenths of a second advantage now down to just a truck length. Yeah, Mike Bliss has had a problem with traffic through turns one and two and now down the backstretch. That has allowed Jack Sprague to really close the gap. Only one truck length separates the top two spots as they come off of turn four. Tony Roper running at the tenth spot takes his truck off the racetrack, comes down to pit lane for service at lap 79. Now at lap 80, Jack Sprague putting on the pressure. Mike Bliss now trying to fend off Sprague and get around lap traffic at the same time in turn one. Jack following the tire tracks of Mike Bliss as he works his way inside and outside of lap traffic. Here they go now wide off turn number two and Sprague is less than a truck length off the rear deck of the race leader. They have both disposed of Tom Hubert now to the outside of turn two. They've got some clear racetrack in front of them. The next man will be Scott Walters, but he's about about uh, five or six truck lengths in front of him. For the moment, Mike Bliss continues to lead Jack Sprague. Let's go to pit road and find out the reason for the Tony Roper stop under the green flag. I would say that's an unscheduled visit in there, Tony. Well, we haven't heard quite yet on it, Alan. The crew did a little, looked a little surprised when he came in. We'll try to get an update for you here in a little bit. So at lap 81, Field comes off turn number four, working their way back to the start-finish line. Mike Bliss now still feeling the heat from Jack Sprague, although after they've gotten around the lap traffic, those two separated now by about two truck lengths. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the NASCAR Truck Network. The NASCAR Truck Network is live at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, where the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series runs the Samstown 250. Mike Bagley alongside Alan Bestwick, Joe Moore, and Dan Hubbard are in the corners with Tony Rizzuti and Jim Phillips in the pit and garage areas. So far, this is a race that has currently been in the hands of Mike Bliss. The lead has been swapped a total of six times among four drivers, but right now Mike Bliss leading Jack Sprague by one half second. Greg Biffle, Ron Hornaday, and Ron Barfield ran out the top five we have completed 82 laps here in las vegas whatever you drive wherever you go hercules tires will get you there whether you're running on dirt or running a job our dependable high quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs for unmatched value selection and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection there's only one choice hercules tires to learn more visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535 Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If you do-it-yourselfers are looking for the right tool for the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts Power Torque Tools DIY Day Sale. You'll find a wide selection of Power Torque Tools on sale now and guaranteed for life. Power Torque Tools DIY Day Sale going on now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Parts. 65 laps to go in the Samstown 250 at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series season finale with Mike Bliss leading Greg Biffle by almost a second. Jack Sprague in third with Ron Hornaday and Joe Rutman rounding out the top five. Tony Raines is sixth. Ron Barfield is seventh. Jay Sauter is eighth. Andy Houston ninth. Mike Stefanik rounds out the top ten. 11th is Butch Miller, Dennis Setzer is 12th, Jimmy Hensley 13th, Mike Wallace is 14th, and Terry Cook runs in the 15th position. Got a third truck in the garage and apparently out of the race. We go to Jim Phillips for more on that. Not the way you want to end the season, Brian Refter. What happened? Well, it's a terrible shame. This Ridgegate mortgage, you know, Mike Clark put me in this ride here and uh, something in the driveline just decided to give up the ship. You know, this is a pretty long race, pretty tough race on equipment. and It's, it's just too bad for this team. You know, they were trying to Trying to come out here with a decent finish, and, uh, you know, we'll just have to go on from here. Well, Brian Refter will not finish this afternoon. 
third truck out of the race joining Randy Renfro and Scott Hansen as those machines who are in the garage. On the lead lap at this point of the 40 starters, we have 12 machines. Mike Bliss, Greg Biffle, Jack Sprague, Ron Hornaday, and Joe Rutman. With Tony Raines, Ron Barfield, Jay Sauter, Andy Houston, Mike Stefanik, Butch Miller, and Dennis Setzer. Those on the lead lap after the exchange of green flag pit stops. So the uh, stops really kind of uh, spread the field out here. We had, what, 30-something on the lead lap not all that long ago. Yeah, right now green flag pit stops have put many of truck a lap in arrears and more right now here. Here in Las Vegas, Mike Bliss continuing to be the class of the field. He leaving the team ASC Ford guys at the end of the season, looking to pursue other driving interests. Joe Moore, one driver looking to pursue the lead. That's Greg Biffle. He's closing in on Mike in turn two. Biffle has definitely chopped down the distance here over the last uh, maybe five laps or so. Closing in now to about uh, maybe three, four truck links. And for now, just kind of following the tire tracks of Bliss back to turn three. And there's plenty of racing room in front of the both of them. Mike Bliss will not encounter lap traffic for at least a couple of laps. For the moment, Mike Bliss is in front of Greg Biffle by a truck length and a half. Pretty good race for 6th, 7th, and 8th with the position changing hands a moment ago here in the front stretch. As Ron Barfield moves his way back toward the front, he gets around Tony Raines and Jay Sauter. So put Barfield up to 6th with Sauter to 7th and Raines back into the 8th position. Right now, things fairly well spread out for the moment. Uh, the trucks that are racing for positions kind of broken down into groups of two and three after that uh, series of pit stops. The front two running about a truck length apart. Then you've got a pretty good distance back to third and fourth, and they are four or five truck lengths apart. And those two, the key positions at the moment, that's Jack Sprague and Ron Hornaday in third and fourth. Championship there, if Sprague were to finish third and Hornaday fourth, Ron would win the title by some eight points. Right now, Sprague's got his hands full in a group of lap trucks as he tries to split those machines into the corner. Swinging wide now, coming back into the turn. Jack Sprague makes his move by Randy Tolsman, takes the high lane, now pulls up on two more trucks. Jimmy Hensley, one of those. And Sprague kind of boxed in with Hensley in front. Tulsma down to the inside. Sprague is boxed in for the moment. This may allow Ron Hornaday to close the gap, but it's not working yet. Sprague gets around Rick Beebe, now tucks in behind Jimmy Hensley. Hensley knows he's there, goes up high. Jack Sprague will take the inside line away. Jack Sprague again running in third and around lap traffic. Ron Hornaday to uh, his rear. Right now, Sprague having the luxury of three lap trucks between he and Hornaday. Right now, challenge for the lead is a good one. Off of turn two, Mike Bliss makes the move around Chuck Bound. Greg Biffle is on his rear bumper, headed to three. Very, very close now for the lead. Nose to tailgate into turn three. They get around Chuck Bound. Bliss will try to protect that lower line. Cannot do it. Drifts up. Oh, it gets a little bit sideways. Bliss countersteers and saves the truck. Amazing job. But now Greg Biffle will take the lead to the outside. Great save by Mike Bliss off turn four. Had the machine at least 45 degrees sideways. Managed to keep it in the right direction. He will give up the top spot, though, to Biffle in one. Let's see if he can recover. He's fallen back by about five truck links off the rear deck of Greg Biffle. Biffle makes his way up off the corner, moves away, but he's got heavy traffic just ahead. Greg Biffle will try to run away and hide now in the Granger Ford, but he will have heavy traffic. He gets around the first one in Sammy Potashnik, but he's going to have to deal with three lap trucks coming off of turn four. Bliss now about seven to eight truck links back. That was a glove saving a beauty by Mike Bliss coming off of turn four. The truck was just about sideways and he almost lost it. Able to hang on, but nonetheless it gives the lead to Greg Biffle, and Biffle has scampered away by 1.3 seconds over Mike Bliss. Bliss now working around some of the lap traffic that he had previously passed. 
Now we look back to Jack Sprague, who has broken free of the lap traffic. He's fine and dandy. Joe Moore looks like uh, Ron Hornaday is now has his hands full with lap trucks. He's got two trucks just ahead of him. Here he goes to work on that traffic, diving to the inside as he exits turn two. Down the back stretch comes Ron Hornaday, takes away the inside line from Rick Beebe. And now Hornaday tucks in behind Jimmy Hensley. This is exactly the same scenario Jack Sprague had to encounter. Hornaday not close enough to Sprague, but still keeping him within eyesight. 111 laps on the board, 56 to go in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series season. Jack Sprague and Ron Hornaday racing head-to-head for the title, separated on the racetrack by only one position at the moment. Race leader Greg Biffle now's lead is 1.7 seconds over Mike Bliss, Jack Sprague, Ron Hornaday, and Joe Rutman, the top five. We've got just 54 laps to go here in the Samstown 250 from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. This is the NASCAR Truck Network. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. 52 laps to go in the Samsound 250 here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway where the lights are on. We are under heavy cloud cover, not a big threat of rain or anything. We're just fine in that department, but they have lit up the track, and actually the track looks quite nice right now, all ensconced in uh, Musco lighting. Sun getting ready to uh, set here in the western sky, and this race will finish under the uh, cover of darkness. And right now, Greg Biffle out in front. His head-to-head fight with Andy Houston for the Cintas Rookie of the Year Championship. While Biffle leads the race, Houston is back in ninth on the lead lap, but not performing as well as he would like at this stage of the event. Get a quick rundown through the field. Greg Biffle leads. Mike Bliss is second, two and three-tenths seconds behind him, with Jack Sprague third, Ron Hornaday fourth, and Joe Rutman fifth. Jay Sauter is sixth, Ron Barfield seventh, Tony Raines eighth, Andy Houston is ninth, and Dennis Setzer is the final machine on the lead lap in the tenth position. Butch Miller is eleventh, Mike Stefanik is twelfth, Jimmy Hensley thirteenth, Terry Cook fourteenth, and Doug George fifteenth, Mike Wallace is sixteenth, Kevin Sawinski 17th, Rick Crawford 18th, Lonnie Rush 19th, and Kevin Harvick 20th. 21st is Stacey Compton, Lance Norix 22nd, Scott Walters 23rd, and Rick Corelli 24th. Two laps down, Brendan Gaughan in 25th, Tom Hubert in 26th, B.A. Wilson in 27th, Rick Beebe in 28th, Randy Tolzma in 29th, and Rick McRae in 30th. Three laps down, Chuck Bown in 31st, Boris Shedd in 32nd, Nipper Alsip in 33rd, uh, Tammy Joe Kirk six laps down in 34th, seven laps down, Sammy Potashnik in 35th, Fifth, ten laps down, Blake Bainbridge in 36th, Brian Refner, Tony Roper, Scott Hansen, and Randy Renfro are all behind the wall, and that is the full field with 49 laps to go. Very competitive race, a total of 11 lead changes among seven drivers. Right now the lead in the hands of Greg Biffle at lap 118. Let's check on pit road and get a story from Tony Rizzuti. Well, we're standing by with Barry Dodson. Barry, your driver, Mike Bliss, had a good-sized lead. Almost lost it over here in turn four. What happened? Uh, Biffle got up under us and took all the air off the spoiler. You know, it's not it's not smart to do, but it's not hard to do either. You know, we're running real fast. And we're just taking it easy right now. Uh, we got him inside. We're in pretty good shape. That's the word from Barry Dotson, crew chief for the team ASE Ford. 
course, Barry and uh, Mike Bliss, uh, most likely to be leaving that team. Well, we know Mike Bliss is. Barry Dotson told me this weekend it's likely he is uh, going to be splitting with the Team ASE operation at the end of the year as well to do other things. And so this uh, quite an emotional day for that team. Driver, crew chief, owner, Jim Smith, and uh, the rest of the operation as they get set to uh, wrap up their tenure together in this NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Right now running second, two and a half seconds behind leader Greg Biffle. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series is a team sport. Even the best driver can't win without the professional technicians that build and maintain these NASCAR trucks. Federated Auto Parts would like to recognize some of the special people behind the scenes in today's race. Ron Hornaday and Jack Sprague are the title contenders for the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship. It is with their team's hard work and dedication that have put them in contention for the champion's trophy. Here are the members of each team. First, the team of the Napa Brake Chevrolet, driven by Ron Hornaday. Hi, I'm Fred Graves, crew chief. Hi, my name is Jeff Johnson. I'm a fabricator. Hi, my name is Mike Lance, and I'm the show truck driver. Hi, I'm Dave Valsnook, and I'm the engine tuner. Hi, I'm Barry Haley. I'm in charge of the shops. Hi, I'm Ron Graves. I do the tires. Hi, Steve Darn, uh, rear tire changer and general mechanic. Hi, I'm Scott Witz. I'm a fabricator and gas man. Hi, I'm Sammy Gonzalez, general mechanic and tire carrier. Hi, I'm Gordon Arbiter. I'm the gear and transmission specialist. Hi, I'm Darren Norfleet. I'm truck driver and spotter. Hi, my name is Wesley Sherrill, and I'm a catch can man. And here is the team of the GMAC Chevrolet, driven by Jack Sprague. Hi, I'm Dennis Conner, and I'm the crew chief. Hi, my name's Eddie O'Hare. I take care of the tires on race day. Hi, I'm Joey Arnold, and I'm a general mechanic. Hi, I'm Howard Shipwash, and I'm the engine tuner and the tire carrier on race day. Hi, I'm Dennis Croxel. I'm the primary truck driver and assist with the fueling. Hi. I'm Curtis DePew, and I am the backup truck driver and the jackman. Hi, I'm Dave Carrier. I'm a general mechanic. Hi, I'm Shane Wilson. I'm a chassis specialist. Hi, I'm Randy Atkin. I'm a fabricator, and I'm a gas man on race day. Hi, I'm David Down, and I'm paint and body specialist. Hi, I'm Tony Witt. I do suspension and brakes and change rear tires on race day. Hi, I'm Alan Bestwick. I do radio <laughs> broadcasts. On pit road come some of the front runners. Andy Houston just got overtaken by the leader a moment ago, put a lap down. Now the number two man in the Cintas Rookie of the Year competition comes in for a visit. This stop at lap 123. Rick Corelli was just on pit road. Kevin Harvick and Mike Wallace also just in. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Uh, excuse me, Jim went back into the garage to get a story for us. Let's swing to Tony Rizzuti. Right side tires going on the Andy Houston truck right now. They got a can of 76 racing fuel in. They're cleaning off the front grill right now, and the NASCAR official is holding Andy Houston. So it's up right there for the second-generation driver from Hickory, North Carolina. His father, Tommy Houston, a veteran for many years in the NASCAR Bush Series. Andy Houston right now running back to the running order, not having the luck he would like here in the Samstown 250. At lap 124, Greg Biffle's lead is now 3.3 seconds over Mike Bliss. Bliss's advantage over Jack Sprague is 4.5 seconds. Sprague's advantage over Ron Hornaday in 4th is 5 seconds. And Hornaday's advantage over Joe Rutman in 5th is now 6 seconds. So the front five pretty well spread out. We've got 42 laps to go in the Samstown 250. Joe Rutman, who runs in 5th, is on the pit lane now. Jack Sprague, who is running in the runner-up position. Actually running in third is on pit road. We will recap these stops in a moment. With 127 laps in the books, Greg Biffle continues to lead. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, starting green flag pit stops. 129 laps are on the board. Let's first go to Tony Rizzuti. Greg Biffle slides the Granger Ford in. It's going to be a right side tire change. First can of 76 racing fuel is in. 
Right side tires are in. Now the second can going in this truck. And away goes Greg Biffle. Also in with Jack Sprague. He took on right side tires as well as Ron Hornaday. Right side tires and fuel. Into the garage, Jim Phillips. With Tony Roper, Tony. What a good afternoon. What happened? Well, I guess we broke a motor. We were having a great afternoon. We started 30th, and uh, we were all the way up to, I think, 10th. So we did that under green. It was an awful good race car. And we were a little tight. We just wanted to make some adjustments. And we come in and, and, and pitted and went back out, and it was pretty darn good. And uh, I guess about five laps in, the motor started going away. But, you know, I want to thank Ice House and everybody on the team. They worked really hard. And it was uh, today during the race was the best part of the weekend. We had an awful good truck. And I think we had a top five truck, really. Uh, just didn't happen today. I guess we'll uh, kind of regroup and get back at them next year. So the end of the day for Tony Roper. Joe Rutman was in. He changed left side tires the last time. He came in on lap uh, 128, changed the right side tires this time. Joe Rutman finishes his service. He's back on the track. And there are more pit stops in front of Tony Rizzuti. Lonnie Rush comes in. They're going to take right side tires on his truck. The right side tires are on. The fuel going in. And Lonnie Rush, now a problem with the right front. They had a problem with a lug nut on the right front. In fact, they're still holding Lonnie Rush. Tough break for Lonnie Rush. That was a long stop. The leader is Mike Bliss. He has not yet made his stop to pit road. Second is Ron Barfield. Third is Dennis Setzer. And then it'll cycle back to Greg Biffle, who will be in fourth position for the moment. Here's Barfield dropping off the racetrack onto pit road for his stop. Got uh, 35 laps to go here as Barfield pits. Also coming in behind him will be the leader, Mike Bliss. So Bliss will come down pit road at lap 133, keeping an eye on Dennis Setzer uh, to see if he will come down pit road this time or go on by to take over the top spot. And uh, no indication yet from Setzer whether he'll pit as he still works his way around the speedway. Barfield is in. Bliss is working his way toward his pit stall. And again, these visits to pit road with 34 laps to go. We go to Tony Rizzuti. Here comes Mike Bliss. They're waving the banner here for where he has to stop. 5,000 second gear. Bliss is in. Barry Dodson goes around, jacks up the right side. It'll be right side tires for Mike Bliss, and this will be their final stop of the day. Second can of racing fuel is going in right now. Barry Dodson staring at the wheel. Drops the jack, and Mike Bliss is away. So Mike Bliss goes back out on the racetrack, and Mike Bliss now will stay the leader as he basically had a full lap advantage on everyone else, some who came in, some who did not. And it will cycle back to Dennis Setzer this time by coming off of turn number four, although Setzer now will opt to come to the pit lane at lap 133. And as they cycle back to the line this time, the lead will still be in the hands of Mike Bliss. Again, we're in the middle of green flag pit stops. Let's cover Dennis and Setzer's stop as now Greg Biffle will take the lead at lap 134. Setzer comes down the pit lane 45 miles an hour. Very slowly now, second gear. Let's cover his stop with Tony Rizzuti. The Mopar Dodge hits its mark. That left front valence still kind of flapping in the wind. But it'll be a right side tire change for Dennis Setzer. This team had high hopes for today. The aerodynamic problem has kind of hurt them from getting up front, but they still hope for a good finish. Right side tires are finished, and Dennis Setzer's away. Here comes Greg Biffle to the start-finish line. 
He has uh, an advantage over Mike Bliss as we wait for Bliss to come to the stripe. Here's Bliss now. The difference is six seconds between first and second spot. So things spreading out a little bit after that pit stop. I guess also of importance to note is that uh, Ron Hornaday stayed within one position of Jack Sprague. Sprague is third. Hornaday is fourth at this point. So again, Hornaday pacing Sprague and in position to hang on to the championship if he can. Let's go to pit road. As Dennis Sitzer pulled away, that left front that we were talking about came flying off the truck. There's pieces of metal and tape laying on pit road. We'll see how that will affect Dennis Setzer. Yeah, that's not what you're looking for there. You want every bit of um, aerodynamic advantage you can get, and losing uh, that piece of sheet metal is not going to help Dennis Setzer. Right now continues to trickle back through the running order right now, posted in the 11th position. We have 31 laps to go, and Greg Biffle's lead now is 7 seconds over Mike Bliss. Jack Sprague is third, Ron Hornaday fourth, and Jimmy Hensley fifth. Joe Rutman, Jay Sauter, Stacey Compton, Butch Miller, and Ron Barfield are the top 10 right now. Barfield uh, falling way behind there after his visit to Pit Road. He's no longer on the lead lap. He's back in 10th position. We have eight trucks on the same lap of the race leader. One of them, Stacy Compton's. And I don't believe he's made a visit to Pit Road yet here in this cycle of stops. He's kind of hanging out there waiting for a caution flag to see if he can get a break. But so far, uh, nothing doing there for uh, Compton. And eventually, he will have to make uh, a final visit to Pit Road in this race. Stops came kind of early. I didn't think they would be in uh, quite so soon. They were only about 40 laps after the last set of pit stops. I'd been told by most of the teams to expect around 60 laps would be their fuel range. So maybe they uh, figure that uh, the race has gone green so much they haven't used the set of tires. They might as well get them while they can. Yeah, might as well take advantage of the situation right now with 29 laps to go. Let's check in with Tony Rizzuti and, and basically see if the crews have indicated anything to him about the earliness of these pit stops that we just saw a few laps ago. Well, let's talk to the crew chief of the race leader, Greg Biffle, Randy Goss. Those pit stops seem to be a little early. What's the strategy behind that? Well, I run him out of gas once this year when he was fast enough to win, and we just wanted to play it safe today. I think he's got the truck to win. Ford F-150's handling great. Uh, let's hope we can hang on. Guys, from what I could tell up here, when the Granger team jumped up on the wall, everybody else kind of followed suit and said, if the leader's coming in, we have to match him, and there's no way we can beat him. So that's the story there from Pit Road. Rick Corelli is in. Hood is up on that machine. Some smoke showing out from behind it. A follow-up there shortly. Right now with 28 laps to go, the top five are Greg Biffle, Mike Bliss, Jack Sprague, Ron Hornaday, and Joe Rutman. With Hornaday just one spot behind Sprague in position to try and claim the series championship if he can finish that way. 26 laps to go in the Samtown 250 here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Greg Biffle's lead now 8.4 seconds over Mike Bliss. Jack Sprague, Ron Hornaday, and Joe Rutman are the top five. If the race were to end right now, Ron Hornaday would be champion just one position behind Sprague. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. 17 laps to go in the Samstown 250 here in Las Vegas. Right now, pit stops are happening for the trucks a lap or more down. Tony Rizzuti, you had some trucks on the lead lap last time by, including one, Jay Sauter, who's coming in again. What was the situation there? Was this a little bit of strategy being played out, you think? Mike, I didn't catch Jay Sauter, but I do have Barry Dodson here. Barry, you rolled the dice. That was the first time you've changed left side tires. I guess you really had no choice. Well, the... Uh Goodyear tires are excellent, like I said earlier. Uh, we showed a little bit of little bit of wear on the right side because it's so cool, and the, the grip is excellent. So we had uh, too many heat cycles in the left sides. There's still plenty of rubber on them, but they're just too hot. 
when when the rubber when the rubber goes away, they get cooled. The other tires are hot, so we need to we need to make them happy. With the left side tires, do you think you have something for the win? Yeah, I do. That's the word from Barry Dodson. Be interesting to see. <laughs> we have on the lead lap uh, seven trucks. So Bliss is going to be fifth on the restart, only behind four machines who are on older tires than he. Now, remember, it's not like he's got four fresh tires. He only has two fresh tires. Not quite as big an advantage as if he had four, but still, we're going to find out here in just another lap what two fresh tires will be worth. There'll be 16, 15 laps to go when we go back racing. And just those seven uh, machines on the lead lap, three of them with fresher tires on one side of the truck than the other could get kind of interesting. Oh, yes, especially with Jack Sprague running in second and Ron Hornaday running third. If you're just joining us, those two have basically been in eye shot of one another all day long. And Ron Hornaday needs to keep Jack Sprague as close to him as possible. Jack Sprague wants Ron Hornaday as far away from him as he can possibly get. And with just 15 laps to go, and those two running nose to tail, things could get a bit dicey. Remember, Hornaday is the master of the restart. We've seen him many a time coming down for the green flag. He'll pass five, six, seven trucks at one clip. Although um, I would say he would take the um, conservative approach towards this restart right now as they double up on the back straightaway. Yeah, well, the complicating factor for the race leaders is they're going to have about uh, a dozen trucks down to the inside of them in that inside lane that have stopped for fresh tires and are going to be trying to roar back from a lap down. You've got Tony Raines inside of leader Biffle. You've got uh, Dennis Setzer inside of Jack Sprague. And you've got about four of them all jockeying for the spot inside of Ron Hornaday up there in turn three. And the black flag is going to be flying for both Mike Stefanik and Terry Cook in a moment. Those drivers kind of jockeying their way into line. You don't double up to the left when it's one lap to go to green. So those two drivers will be posted and the black flag will be flying for them in a couple laps time. Green flag in the air. 15 to go as they come to the stripe. Greg Biffle. Jack Sprague, Ron Hornaday, Joe Rutman, and then Mike Bliss. The top five lap machines to their inside. They head for turn one. Lead lap trucks working the outside lane. Now finally Biffle gets around the first of those lap trucks, which is Tony Raines. Still the second place man, Jack Sprague, and third place Ron Hornaday work the outside lane off turn two. Field storms their way down the back stretch. It's still Biffle showing the way. Jack Sprague in second and Ron Hornaday a very, very close third. Joe Rutman in fourth gets shuffled back behind some of the lap trucks, and now Hornaday starts to lose track of Jack Sprague. Right now, Hornaday running in third is falling into the clutches of the lap traffic and Joe Rutman. Rutman all the way down on the apron, trying to make it three wide down to Setzer's inside. That's still a hornet's nest back to the corner. Rutman couldn't quite squeeze down on the inside of Dennis Setzer, so for now, he'll fall back in line behind him. Big puff of smoke further back. Terry Cook's truck goes up in a point of smoke over in turn number two. He slows. Traffic scatters to clear him. Caution is on the speedway. 14 laps to go. The caution flag comes out at lap 153 for Terry Cook, evidently having a problem under the hood of the PBA Chevrolet. Off of turn four right now, Dennis Setzer and Tony Raines start to jockey to get their lap back. They do not. Greg Biffle will lead them back to the start-finish line. And definitely the close call there as they had to jam on the brakes to avoid running into Greg Biffle. But we are under caution for the fourth time of the afternoon coming out for a problem in turn two for Terry Cook. You think of that race back to the caution. Jack Sprague was having nightmare flashbacks to Phoenix. <laughs> when a truck trying to race him back to the yellow got into the side, ripped up the air dam. I mean, I'm sure he was looking all around saying, don't get near me, please. The yellow flag, fourth time in the event, comes out with 13 to go. We'll take a break and come back for the finish. 
We continue under the caution flag as safety crews pick up some debris laid down by Terry Cook, who had a problem over in turns one and two. While they tend to that, drivers right now coming down the pit lane include Jimmy Hensley, B.A. Wilson, and Butch Miller making final pit stops as we've just got 12 laps to go. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, we have one lap until we go back to the green flag. And when that green flag comes out, we will have 10 laps to go to decide the winner of the Samstown 250, the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series champion, all to be decided in these next 10 laps here in the deserts of Nevada. Should be a good show. Going to be interesting to see if Ron Hornaday had lost touch with Jack Sprague on the last restart, see if uh, he knows maybe how he can keep up there with Sprague maybe uh, get up there and, and, and see if he can keep as much ground close to Sprague as possible. He doesn't need to keep up with him. He just needs to keep the guys behind him on the lead lap from passing him. That's the trick. Right now, if uh, Hornaday finishes one spot behind Sprague, he wins the championship by eight points. If Rutman gets by him, that takes it down to three. If Bliss gets by him, well, for Ron Hornaday, that would not be something he wants to think about because that would put the point lead back into Sprague's hand. All that assuming Sprague is not able to pass Greg Biffle. If he is, if Sprague will pass Biffle and win the race, Ron Hornaday has to finish second to clinch the championship. Ten laps to go. Chris Morgan waves the green flag. We're back underway here in Vegas. The lap trucks down to the inside get the better jump than leader Greg Biffle. Tony Raines and Dennis Setzer now up in front of Biffle as Biffle tries to stretch out his lead on Sprague. Now Biffle rallies back on the outside to get by Dennis Setzer. Still, though, it is Tony Raines in front of him. Here's Biffle diving to the inside of the racetrack. Taking a shot at Tony Raines, but Raines is strong. He'll go back straight away. Top two spots remain static. It'll be Greg Biffle in the top spot. Jack Sprague in second. Battle on for third as Joe Rutman's trying to make it interesting behind Ron Hornaday. Hornaday again did not get a good start, and Rutman looks to take third away from Ron Hornaday. Now they try to make it three wide, and Hornaday lets Rutman go, but they make contact here in the trioval. Rutman and Hornaday bounce off one another. Rutman will go by, put Hornaday back to the fifth spot, and move Rutman to fourth here with just nine laps to go. The leaders are in two. Here they come back off the corner. Greg Biffle dives to the inside of Tony Raines, trying to get by him. They're dead even off turn two. Biffle in the top spot. Sprague is second. Now Rutman is third. We'll keep an eye on Hornaday to see if Mike Bliss can get around him for the moment. Hornaday dives down low, trying to put lap trucks between himself and Mike Bliss. Yeah, Mike Bliss has a ways to go before he'll catch up to Ron Hornaday. If he can get by him and Sprague finishes second, Sprague wins the championship. Sprague's got better than that in mind. He wants the lead. Trying to clear the lap trucks and get a shot at Greg Biffle into one. Dennis Setzer sits in between Jack Sprague and race leader Greg Biffle coming back to the corner. Here he goes, chopping to the insider, Dennis Setzer, trying to get by him, but while he does it, Biffle's able to drive away. Sprague tried to pull even with Setzer, who again is a lap truck as they come into turn three. Sprague will have the better line, and now we'll put Setzer behind him. So nothing now stands between Sprague and the leader, Greg Biffle. Jack Sprague off of turn number four, works down to the inside of Tony Raines and Dennis Setzer. Sprague has clear shot of Greg Biffle to win the Samstown 250. Third is Joe Rutman. Joe Rutman is fourth. Jay Sauter is fifth. They race single file back to turn one. Greg Biffle has about a four truck length lead over Jack Sprague. Now that he's cleared all the lap traffic, question is, does he have enough time to chase him down? He's right at his tire tracks on the back straightaway headed to three. Greg Biffle mashes down the gas down the back straightaway and into turn three. Sprague really closes the gap. Sprague taking an early apex into turn three and now only half a truck length separate himself from the leader. Sprague has got to pass Greg Biffle or Jay Sauter has got to pass Ron Hornaday for Sprague to win the title. To the stripe they come. Six 
laps to go. Jimmy Hensley is around Sauter. Now he goes after Hornaday. This could be the championship into one. Jimmy Hensley looks down to the inside of Ron Hornaday, but Hornaday takes it all the way to the bottom of the racetrack. Meanwhile, up front, here's Spray going after Greg Biffle. He drops to the inside. Biffle cuts him off, off two. Jack Sprague took a brief look, then thought better of it. Tucks in back line. They're single file into turn three. Again, Sprague takes a lower line than Biffle, but the Granger Ford appears to be handling very, very well through turns three and four. Biffle still has the lead. The nail-biting has commenced in the pit and garage areas of Jack Sprague and Ron Hornaday, and Greg Biffle as well. Biffle's going for his first ever NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series win. He's got a former series champion on his back bumper with five laps to go. Jack Sprague is there, riding along in the second spot, looking again down to the inside of Greg Biffle for a chance to get by. This time, he will not step out of line as he heads to turn three. The rookie, Greg Biffle, trying to win his very first NASCAR Craftsman Truck Career win just in front of Jack Sprague as now Jack Sprague closes under the back bumper of Greg Biffle. There knows the tailgate back to the strike. Sprague pressing hard. Jimmy Hensley is pressing Ron Hornaday for their position, the fourth spot, to the start-finish line. Four laps to go in the season. Sprague again looks low on Biffle for the lead into one. Biffle takes it all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack, entering turn number one to keep that lane from opening up for Jack Sprague. Meanwhile, a truck breaks loose. Further back, one truck hits the outside wall. Butch Miller slams hard into the wall here in turn number two. Everyone scatters to get by on the inside. Caution is on the speedway. Four laps to go. Four laps to go, and we are under caution for Brandon Gaughan, who has crashed in turn number two. They come off of turn number four. Dennis Setzer is trying to get his lap back and will not do it. So... We will race back to the caution flag with Dennis Setzer not able to get his his lap back from race leader Greg Biffle. And unlike other NASCAR series, such as the Winston Cup and the NASCAR Bush Series, we will finish under the green flag. We will not end under caution, therefore adding more pressure to these drivers as I would think (laughs) that we're going to have a green-white checker finish. Wow. Uh, an amazing finish to the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series season. Caution flag waving with three laps to go. Let's go back and recap the cause of the yellow with Joe Moore in turns one and two. Brandon Gaughan came racing into turn number one. He was working the outside lane trying to clear some traffic. He got into the loose stuff and his truck broke loose. The back end nearly came back around. He gathered it back in. Then it bounced off the outside retaining wall at the entrance of turn number two. Bounced back out of the running lane. Then hit it again here just near the exit of turn two. They've pulled him from the truck. He's walking down under his own power to the ambulance. He seems to be okay, but his truck is done. A couple of things to uh, think about here. When we do go back green flag racing, it will be a single file restart, so none of the lap trucks will be up there in the mix. It'll just be the uh, seven machines on the lead lap in single file at the green flag. It'll be Greg Biffle, Jack Sprague, Joe Rutman, Ron Hornaday, Jimmy Hensley, Jay Sauter, Mike Bliss, those seven trucks will be all there in uh, formation in single file when we do go back racing. Uh, for Ron Hornaday, boy, he's got to be sweating this one out after losing the spot to Joe Rutman. Now Jimmy Hensley applying pressure to him before the caution flag. And how about the rookie Greg Biffle just holding off all kinds of pressure from Jack Sprague, the defending series champ, trying to win a title if he can win the race. And with seeing this, the way it's gone down in the last few laps between Biffle and Sprague, it looks very reminiscent to a race earlier in the year at the Texas Motor Speedway just outside of Dallas when those two were the class of the field there. And there were problems with Jack Sprague spinning across the infield grass. And right now they are in position as they were in Texas right now, although it's for a win. And with Greg Biffle and Jack Sprague right now at the top of the leaderboard. Mike Bliss is on pit road. Let's get an update from the team ASE pit. Let's uh, let's get a word with uh, Randy Garcia, see what he's telling uh 
his driver, young Greg Biffle. Okay, Randy, it's down for the marbles. It's down for the money. What would you tell your rookie driver? Well, I, I told him to make sure we get down the first lap under green to get down here on the white line, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, Sprague's going to be looking at where the 16 is, and he's probably going to be about three abreast down here with him. So uh, if we can get around the first turn, I think we'll be all right. He's done a great job today. The whole team's done a great job. No matter what happens, I'm proud of these guys. He really has done a great job. A lot of pressure out there, and the young man has handled it very, very well. Cleaning up from a caution flag, a crash involving Brendan Gaughan up in turns one and two. That has put us under the yellow flag for the fifth time in the race and has set up a green-white checker shootout to decide the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship back for the finish in a minute. Half a lap away from a two-lap shootout in the Samstown 250. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, the Samstown 250 will have a two-lap shootout for the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship. Jack Sprague in second. Ron Hornaday is in fourth with Greg Biffle looking for his first-ever win, leading the field to the green flag. Should Biffle win, he will be the series' 13th different winner in 13 weeks. It's going to be a good one. A green flag, a white flag, then a checkered flag. We're back under the green. Green flag is in the air. Ron Hornaday gets a good break away from Jimmy Hensley. That'll help in his fight hang on to a spot. Meantime, it is Sprague all over the back bumper of Biffle into one. Here they come charging into turn number one. Both trucks go right down to the bottom of the racetrack right on the white line. Now Sprague flares out to the outside. Peaks for a chance to go by Greg Biffle. Now drops to the inside and gets back in line. Coming down the back stretch and getting up to speed. It's still Greg Biffle showing the way. Sprague again turns in earlier into turn three but maintains the second spot. Hornaday now in third. Joe Rutman in fourth. Hornaday made the move around Joel Rutman on the back straightaway. Could have been his championship. Here they come to the white flags. Sprague and Biffle make contact as they come to the stripe. Sprague is sideways. He gathers it back up. Here's Hornaday going by Biffle for second in the title. Sprague has the lead. Ron Hornaday goes by. He grabs the second spot. Here's Joe Rutman. He gets it to Greg Biffle. Rutman turns sideways in the middle of the racetrack. Everybody goes wide. Dennis Setzer hits hard. He grabs the outside retaining ball. The rest of the field scrambles by on the inside. Caution is on the Speedway with one lap to go. That was the white flag they were racing for. But as the field comes off of turn number four, the race will end with Jack Sprague winning and Ron Hornaday second. Jack Sprague is the race winner. Ron Hornaday is the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series champion and an amazing change of events on the final lap. Let's go to pit road. Tears of joy, a lot of emotion down here. High fives, hugs. Frank Graves, you did it. You're the champ. Unbelievable. Ron just did it when he had to. We told him if, if Jack got by Biffle, he had to go with him, and he pulled it off. Unbelievable. An unbelievable finish. Hugs all around. Other teams coming over to congratulate. Ron Hornaday is the 1998 champion. An unbelievable finish at Las Vegas. Unbelievable. A two-lap green-white checker shootout to the finish. Jack Sprague and Ron Hornaday ending up in the one and two positions after Sprague and Greg Biffle got together racing for the uh, lead when they came to the white flag. Sprague gathered it back up. Hornaday used this, the uh, momentary <laughs> hesitation to get uh, the, the run by Greg Biffle and take over the second spot. And now what's going on here? Down in the trioval grass, Sprague and Hornaday pulling their trucks together, shaking hands. In the middle of the uh, trioval between pit road and the straightaway. 
<laughs> and now doing dual victory donuts. Oh. Let's go to Pit Road and Jim Phillips. And uh, Dennis Connor is going to get a word from Dennis right here as he walks along the pit lane. Dennis, you gave it everything you had, buddy. Hey, you know, guys, we, we happen to win this race. I guess we need to go to Victory Circle before we worry about that pit stuff. Yeah, uh, the guys on this team, I'm extremely proud of these guys and everybody back at Hendrick Motorsports that helps us. I want to thank Rick and John Hendrick for all the support that they give us. I want to thank all of our sponsors, Team GMAC, GMAC Financial Services, GM Protection Plan, uh, AC Delco, Rotary Lift, and Haas Machines. Uh, Jack done a heck of a job. We came out here with a plan to sit on the pole and win the race, and whatever happened after that, that's all we could do. Fortunately, we pulled off our plan, but... Uh, they pulled off their plan. I'd like to congratulate them. I'd like to congratulate their whole crew. It's been a kind of a real strange season in that every time one of us would get a comfortable lead over the other one, something off the wall would happen to us, like the deal that happened to us at Phoenix last week. You take that thing out of the equation, and we win the championship. But it was a heck of a fight all year long, and it's going to be a fight next year. And I told the guys in the meeting before the race today, no matter what happened today, we wouldn't be in this situation next year because we'll have it tied up before we get to Fontana, California with these tough trucks. That's Dennis Cotter as he heads to victory lane. Jack Spray goes to victory lane while Ron Hornaday is the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series champion by three points. The thoughts of two, those two gentlemen in a moment when we come back to Las Vegas. Jack Sprague has won the Samstown 250. Ron Hornaday has won the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship. And Greg Biffle is the Centos Rookie of the Year. Thoughts from those drivers and the rest of the top ten in a moment. First, from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. NASCAR Today continues on the NASCAR Truck Network. An awesome 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series season has just come to a dramatic and awesome conclusion with the final two laps of the Samstown 250. Jack Sprague took the checkered flag. Ron Hornaday has taken the title. Let's get his thoughts in victory, actually, on the pit lane with Tony Rizzuti. Ron Hornaday's climbed out of the truck. He gets the whole cooler of water splashed on him. Man, Ron, what a finish. I don't think a script writer could write a better finish. And you come across the 1998 champion. Oh, hats off. Fred Graves, this whole Napa Break Chevrolet team. It's unbelievable. Uh, I just wish you had that throw the cold water on. The, the truck handled so good, I didn't even work up a sweat, and it just made me cold. So, unbelievable. Fred, got to thank him from the bottom of my heart. The Lord, I tell you what, everything happens for a reason. It all through the Lord. And uh, Dale, Teresa, all the guys back in the shop, awesome. I tell you what, you guys are uh, number one in my heart. They built a 99 Chevrolet. We got that son of a gun. Jimmy, thanks, buddy. Anytime. Thank you. And I tell you, they've already got a brand-new truck built. We're ready to go. Just thinking Jimmy Hensley who came up. Jimmy helped uh, Ryan kind of get around those people. Three-fourths of the way through the race, you had the whole field. You had Jack in front of you. Everything looked really good. And then all of a sudden, caution. Then at the end, we get the green-white checkered finish. What was going through your mind when the caution started flying at the end? Oh, you know, the bad part we got. There's a lap traffic before that 17 to go, and they had that, and I got hung out. And I thought Houston was on the same lap. And uh, I was getting upset at myself, and I drove harder and harder and went backwards. And they told me he was a lap down, and I started smoothing out and caught the guy. So uh, i tell you what, this team's all right. to him winning that race, and we did what we had to do. Uh, I don't know if I could have got around him, but I'll tell you what, it would have been a heck of a try. If uh, you know, he moved up on the 50 truck, the 50 truck came down on him, they wiggled. And 
just enough momentum to get this Napa Chevrolet up front and uh, finish second. I don't know if I could have got him, but uh, if I had to, I'd have tried. You're the series' first two-time winner. How does this win compare to the one back in 95? This is the most thing I've ever done. I wish Dale, Teresa were here and the rest of the crew, but I'll tell you what, there's going to be one heck of a party, and uh, it'll be on Napa and myself. I'll tell you what, Dale, Teresa, I can't thank them enough for giving this opportunity. Big smiles on Ron's face, his wife Lindy and his daughter Candace giving him a hug. Ron Hornaday, your 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series champion. Remember a couple of years back doing a NASCAR Bush Series race in Hickory, North Carolina, where Bobby Labonte won the race but lost the championship by a few points to Joe Nemechek, and it was the most disappointed victory lane interview I'd ever heard. I suspect we're in for one of a similar sort here as we go to Jim Phillips to hear from today's race winner, Jack Sprague. That's exactly what I was standing here thinking about, uh, that look on Bobby Labonte's face, same look as on Jack Sprague's face. It came down to a caution, and it came down to a couple of laps. You went for it. You did what you had to do. But tell us what happened between you and Greg Biffle. Well, you know, I knew I had to win the race, and uh, I didn't touch him. I passed him clean as could be, and when I got beside him, he just slammed the hell out of me. And uh, young man's got a lot to learn. You know, he, he doesn't have many friends as it is, and he's not making any more. And, you know, he slammed me, and then once I got by him, he let Hornaday go. So, you know, it's one of them deals. I mean, I can't control any of that. Team JMAC Chevrolet was great all day. The guys done a great job all year. You know, sorry, Rick. You know, we tried, buddy. You just came up a little short. We'll just have to get him next year. But I'd like to thank all my sponsors, GMAC, AC Protection Plan, Chevrolet, Rotary, Lift, Quaker State, and Haas Machinery. And just, you know, it's, it's probably good to be disappointed with five wins and second points. But to lose it that way, uh, you know, that's not very sportsmanlike uh, on, Bif- on Biffle's part. I mean, Hornaday did nothing wrong. I mean, I would have took advantage of the same situation. But, you know, I didn't uh, expect anybody to move for me. And, that's just the way it goes. Tell, tell us about your truck right before the caution came out. You, you looked like you gained on him. You got right behind him, just couldn't make the pass, or were you waiting to make your move? Well, you know, the funny part is I could have knocked him out any time to win the race and try to win the championship, but I didn't. I passed him clean, and he slammed me. So, like I said, he, the youngster's got a lot to learn. Jack Sprague, he wins the race, but he loses the championship. Tough break there for Jack Sprague, who is going for his second Super Speedway win of the year. And he got that, but lost the championship by some maneuvers in the final laps. See if Tony Rizzuti has caught up to Greg Biffle. Well, Mike, we're in hot pursuit right now. Hope to get him here in just one moment. All right, so Tony Rizzuti is legging it out, trying to get up with Greg Biffle, who is the CentOS Rookie of the Year. Also here from Jimmy Hensley, who finished third today. And Jay Sauter, who had a great run, ends up in the fourth spot as the Samstown 250 is over here in Las Vegas. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, we'll hear from the CentOS Rookie of the Year and the rest of the top five. Also give you the finishing order of today's Samstown 250. From the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, this is the NASCAR Truck Network. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Ron Hornaday, his wife Lindy, daughter Candace, and grandbaby Lacey have been loaded up in a Chevrolet Camaro. Right now coming down the front straightaway with a checkered flag in their hands as Ron Hornaday is now... 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series champion. Let's hear from the CentOS Rookie of the Year, Greg Biffle. He's with our Jim Phillips. Well, Greg Biffle explained to me about those last laps. Greg, congratulations first on uh, winning the 1998 Rookie of the Year in the Craftsman Truck Series. But tell us about those last few laps. You had the lead. Jack Sprague was on your buffer. Well, you know, I mean, uh, we were dicing it out there those last laps. And uh, and Sprague, I thought we, could, we had a better truck than he did. And uh, he was trying to get the air off me and trying to get the air off me for them last laps up until that caution. 
And uh, I got down in the corner and left just a little bit on the table, just wanted to be Herrick conservative and, and pick the throttle up off. And he got his nose underneath me. And he had a clean pass on me coming off the corner there, but he just didn't want to run down along the bottom of the racetrack down there like we did for 165 laps. He wanted to run, you know, me out kind of in the fuzz a little bit and maybe get some buildup on the tires going down into one. I couldn't stay on the outside of him. You know, I mean, it's just racing. I mean, it's the white flag lap. Anything goes, you know. Um, if he says I intentionally got into him, that's, that's you know, we, we, don't, we won't do that. All right, then after that, what happened? Well, after that, then, uh, then uh, you know, he tore up the left front, probably knocked the toe out a little bit. And I just got, you know, I mean, you lose so much speed on a mile and a half. I just got back up to speed, and, you know, two or three guys got by me. And I went down the corner down there, and somebody uh, got, I think it was Joe, my teammate, got sideways underneath me, whether he got hit in the back or what happened. Uh, but he got sideways, and I didn't even see him. And, and I felt somebody hitting on me like that. And then, and then I just picked the throttle up and drove off. And I didn't know what was going on. It was kind of behind me. You know, it wasn't beside me or in front of me. It, that was behind me, what happened down there. Again, congratulations on being the Rookie of the Year. Thank you. Greg Biffle, 1998 Craftsman Truck Series Rookie of the Year. Led the race until the white flag. We'll come up with a fifth-place finish today, but we'll win the Cintas Rookie of the Year Championship this season. Let's go back to Tony Rizzuti. Well, we're down in the garage area trying to catch up with either Jay Sauter or Jimmy Hensley. I tell you, when a championship party breaks out, it breaks out. About 150, 200 people down here on pit road is kind of... Tough to tell who's who, but we'll try to track down one of them. So we'll get an update there shortly. Check back in with you as we are in pursuit of third place, Jimmy Hensley, fourth place, Jay Sauter. And while we wait, let's uh, take a look at the finishing order right now. Jack Sprague, the race winner, but Ron Hornaday finishes second and wins the championship by three points here this afternoon. Jimmy Hensley will come up third, Jay Sauter fourth, and Greg Biffle fifth. Mike Bliss finishes sixth, Joe Rutman seventh, last on the lead lap. Mike Stefanik comes home, the first one a lap down. Eighth place in that last scramble to the checkered flag. He made some excellent moves to come up with a good top ten finish in his truck series debut. Got Ron Barfield running ninth this afternoon and Butch Miller tenth. Eleventh is Andy Houston. Mike Wallace was twelfth. Dennis Setzer thirteenth. Rick Crawford fourteenth. And Doug George fifteenth. Sixteenth was Lance Norick. Stacey Compton was seventeenth. Lonnie Rush eighteenth. B.A. Wilson nineteenth. And twentieth today was Kevin Harvick. 21st is Kevin Sawinski, 22nd Tony Raines, 23rd Scott Walters, Tom Hubert was 24th, and Randy Tolsma 25th. 26th is Rick Beebe, Nipper also 27th, Boris Ed was 28th, Rick McRae 29th, and 30th Chuck Bowne. Sammy Potashnik was 31st, Brendan Gaughan 32nd, Blake Bainbridge was 33rd, Terry Cook was 34th. Rick Corelli, 35th. Tammy Joe Kirk was 36th. Brian Refner, 37th. Tony Roper, 38th. 39th was Scott Hansen. And 40th is Randy Renfro. Time of the race, 1 hour, 57 minutes. Even had five caution flags that throw, slowed the event uh, throughout its course. 14 lead changes among eight different drivers. The final of them as they came to the white flag when Jack Sprague got by Greg Biffle and went on to win the race. We heard from Sprague and Hornaday, the top two in the event and in the championship this year. We heard from Greg Biffle, the fifth-place finisher, still looking to get a word with third- and fourth-place drivers. Let's go back downstairs. Jimmy Hensley here. Jimmy, <laughs> you've been in some wild ones before, but this is another wild finish. It was, uh, Jim, uh, probably a pretty ugly third for us because we struggled all day. We had bad arrow problems today when we got around trucks and, you know, we just hung on all day and, and pretty much had to run kind of in clean air. And there at the end, you know, we'd run the left side tires the whole race, and uh, Fred decided to put left side tires on. We was the last truck on the lead lap, and, boy, it really paid off. I mean, we was hooked up the last uh, seven, eight laps in that race, and, uh, you know, we was right there with Jack and Ron, and uh, it was a great day for Cummins Dodge, uh, you know, 
we uh, we turned it around here by June and and wound up uh, moving back up six into points. And uh, you know, I'm glad glad to get a little break right now, but I hate to quit because we've kind of been on a roll and and hopefully it'll carry over to 99. Was that caution the big break for you though? It was. Uh, we we tried to I you know just stay out as long as we could. A lot of guys stopped on the green. Uh, I don't know why I was running. You know, probably 12, 13, 14 somewhere. We just kept staying out, staying out, staying out, and uh, and, and some of the guys had to stop on the green. We caught it in it, caught the caution, and, and then was able to you know get get back on the lead lap, and uh, it, was, it was a great finish for us. Another great run for Jimmy Hensley. Jimmy Hensley and that crew having a good season um, for the most part. After making some changes at Bristol in June, they stacked up many a top 10 finish, including this one here this afternoon. Of course, they picked up the win earlier in the year at Nashville Speedway USA when they won the Federated Auto Parts 250. Let's check in with Tony Rizzuti. Well, we have found Jay Sauter. He was in his uh, hauler changing. In fact, he comes out finishing up. Jay, fourth place finish. That's a pretty good way to end the season. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, it says a lot for this good wrench team. They did an awesome job all year. Uh, top fives are what we needed. Finished fourth in points, we'll take it. On that last restart, it looked like you might be the spoiler in this whole championship hunt. Looked like you may even have had a shot for the lead, but didn't quite happen that way. No, you know, I knew it was going to get mixed up there the way they were running, and uh, we just held our line and got what we could get. That's Jay Sauter, driver of the GM Goodwrench Chevrolet. He comes across fourth here today. So we've heard from the top five. We've heard from the new champion. And now it's time to wrap up this 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series season. Get set to leave you from here in Las Vegas. Said it earlier in the program, but I'll say it again. The most competitive, hard-nosed, exciting side-by-side racing that you could find in the uh, calendar year 1998 has been here in this truck series. I'm sure you've read some of the headlines over the last couple of weeks, some things NASCAR is doing to try and eliminate the conflicts between uh, scheduling of this series and some of the other major NASCAR divisions and get more folks an opportunity to take in some of this racing. It's worth making a habit out of. It's just fun competition. It almost reminds you of the NASCAR Winston Cup days back in the early 70s, late 70s, early 80s. These drivers get out there and they race for the scheduled distance. They get out there, they are beating and banging for 20 and 25th spots. And today we saw our share of that going at some 180 miles an hour. And you just never know what's going to happen in one of these events. I'd like to tip the cap to Mike Bliss. He was the Gatorade Front Runner Award winner. $2,000 goes in his pocket from Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR, by leading lap 84, the halfway point of today's Samstown 250. I'd like to thank some folks that have helped us throughout the year. First of all, all the track management that we go to from track to track. Their help in getting us set up and getting us places where we need to be to do our job. Also, like to thank all the security officers and the law enforcement officers that we encounter at each individual track throughout the year. Their help is invaluable. I mean, they, they too help us get us where we need to go, and the production assistants that have assisted us over the year, uh, particularly Nick and Fred Bobel from Nashville, Tennessee. They show up at a lot of events. They help us lug the boxes, pack up the equipment, uh, help our turn announcers and pit reporters by running and getting stuff. Even up here in the tower, they've been an asset to us. I'd like to thank some of the engineers that have joined us on the crew this year, Harry Howard and Joe Cooley. They have taken time to come over and join us. Cameron Smith, a bunch of folks behind the scenes that you don't get to here and mainly you don't get to meet a lot of times great great folks who help us every weekend I'd like to thank the drivers crews and the pr people who have freed up their time so we can get the stories that we need to give them to you and last and finally eddie and may larue have transported our equipment across the country week after week after week making many a long journey they get us their in time set up so when we come in and do our jobs everything is set to go a tip of the cap to all of these people
I'd like to thank the voices you heard on the broadcast today. Joe Moore was in turns one and two. Dan Hubbard in turns three and four. Tony Rizzuti and Jim Phillips were in the pit and garage areas. And for Alan Bestwick, I am Mike Bagley bidding you farewell from Las Vegas, Nevada, congratulating Jack Sprague, winner of the Samstown 250, and Ron Hornaday, the 1998 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series champion. Until we talk next from the Homestead Motorsports Complex on March the 20th, 1999, when we open up the new season, have a safe and holiday season. So long, everyone, from Las Vegas. The NASCAR Truck Network. Coverage of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series has come to you from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway in Las Vegas, Nevada. And sponsored by Ray Bestis, the best in brakes and the official brakes of NASCAR. By Craftsman Tools, the tools that last forever. By Sears Diehard, America's most trusted battery. Sponsoring the Diehard Race Fans. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport, drink it up. By Ford F-Series, the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. By Federated Auto Parts Stores, professional advice, brand-name parts. By Chevrolet, who invites you to test drive the most dependable, longest-lasting trucks on the road. You'll understand what we mean when we say Chevy trucks like a rock. By Wagner Brake Products, when it comes to your car or truck, don't stop with anything less than Wagner Brakes. And by Champion Truck Plug and Champion Truck Wire. Designed for the same reasons you bought your truck, sport utility, or family van. The executive producer of the NASCAR Truck Network is David Hyatt. National Sales Manager Bruce Mosley. Sales Manager Rick Goolsby. Senior Producer Mark Williams. Chief Engineer Harry Howard. Broadcast Engineers Cameron Smith and Larry Sweeney. Traffic Manager, Stephanie Ellis. Broadcast Coordinator, Sandra Good. Affiliate Relations, Cheryl Marzello, Peter DiGiorgio, and Chris Simeon. Remote Operations, Ed LaRue. Producer, Steve Ucina. Production Assistant, Robin Vandegraaff. This is Bob Mitchell. This broadcast was a production of the NASCAR Truck Network, a division of MRN Radio. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.